Hello and welcome back to the Goddess and Sweats podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Kristen, and today's topic is a little bit heavy. There are a little bit of tears. Um, we do talk about we, because there's multiple of me. I do talk about death. So if you are triggered by death and it's something that causes you a lot of grief, this may not be the podcast to listen to. May you want to wait until the next round, but I thought this came in a timely manner. And more just talking about why is it something we're always so terrified when we really have no control over it. And it's something that every single one of us is going to experience in our life. And we're going to see other people experience it too. And even the ones we care about. So how can we talk about this so that it's easy for, not easy, but easier for us to deal with it and cope. So tune in and I'll see you on the other side. Hello. So today, do I really need to start it off with so today? I don't think I do. Anyways, question. Why are we so fucking afraid and almost dissuaded from talking about death when it's an inevitable, inevitable thing that's going to happen to everybody? Like, I've gotten part of my nose is itchy. I've gotten a little bit more comfortable with talking about death because the older I get, the more people die. And I don't feel like any, or at least many, most of us, I'm going to say most of us and go out on a limb and just be that guy, gal, sure. Uh, But most of us, I don't think are prepared for this. We don't get prepared for the fact that as we get older, we're going to spend a lot of time in grief, grieving people that we love. So why don't we talk about this more? Why are we so fucking afraid to talk about it? It drives me crazy. Like you talk about death and people are like, ah, don't talk about that. It freaks me out. It shouldn't freak us out. Or if it does freak us out, why? Like what's up with that? Why have we been conditioned to not talk about the things that are going to happen to everybody? The one thing about this life is no one gets out alive. And we tell each other that. We say it in great quotes, and yet we won't sit and actually talk about it. We won't talk about what does grief look like? Is it appropriate to grieve this way or that way? How do you prepare for the fact that most of the people you know and love aren't going to be here by the time your time comes. It's a crazy, crazy thought. Like, crazy thought. I think about all the people that I know who are most likely going to be gone before me. And there's some really close people there. And yet we don't talk about it. We don't, we don't talk about it. It gets pushed away. People get freaked out about it. And they're like, I can't think about it. It's hard. It's hard to think about. I've had many emotional times in the bathroom. Because that's where I cry, apparently, is in the bathtub. Thinking about what life would be like without particular people around anymore. Like if I got the phone call this morning or tomorrow... 
that a really important person in my life was gone. And some people, I think, get this weird notion that, well, if you think about it and you talk about it, you're going to will it into existence. I don't necessarily believe that's true. Um, I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk once and he said, you want to put life into perspective? Spend like five minutes and imagine you get the phone call that your best friend died or that your mom died, if you're close with your mom. Like imagine getting a phone call that somebody you really care about was no longer around. It puts life into perspective really, really quickly. And you never know when it's going to happen. I mean, I can remember every single phone call, every single message that I got when someone passed away. I can recall it so vividly. And it's it's not something we're prepared for. I've never had, at least that I can remember, so if any of my parental units have talked to me about this, um, I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't recall ever having that type of conversation with anybody who I would consider to be a, a, an adult figure that I looked up to where we just sat down and talked about how to prepare yourself for that stage of your life and it starts earlier than you think like it starts earlier than you think so mine started in like grade six actually no sorry it was grade five when my grandmother passed away my first grandmother (laughs) that's when it started for me and the conversation doesn't happen it's like we don't we can't talk about it and I wonder sometimes if we don't talk about it because it invokes such strong emotions that we are not sure how to deal with. And I'm not talking about how to deal with with ourselves, but how do we deal and console somebody who has a really strong emotional response to that, right? It puts us in an uncomfortable position. Emotions are so fucked up, but they're not fucked up. Our response to emotions is fucked up, most of us. Again, I'm going to be so bold as to say most of us because I think this is a common theme. I could be wrong. And again, this isn't a like blanket statement, but I think most, most people struggle with that. And sometimes I wonder if it has to do with we're just conditioned to not show strong emotion because it makes other people uncomfortable. I mean... I'm somebody who's very emotional and yet sometimes I get really uncomfortable when someone else is having a a strong emotional response because I'm like, how do I, how do I help this person? Sometimes I don't think, actually I think most of the time it's, we don't need to help the person. We just need to be there. There's nothing we need to do. We don't need to fix it. Maybe it's just, we need to just sit with them we don't need to say anything we don't need to do anything just be there and let the allow that person to express their emotions as long as of course it's not putting us or them in danger because I know sometimes anger and rage mm, (laughs) that's where you just go to a rage room which by the way I really want to try a rage room I think that would be so amazing um if you haven't heard of a rage room by the way it's basically a room 
where you are given safety gear. So you wear all the safety gear. You have to go in with closed toed shoes, all that type of thing. And basically you just break shit. <laughs> like you take sledgehammers to old TVs. You take baseball bats to stuff and you just break shit. Uh, it sounds amazing. And I don't know if there's one close to me. I haven't looked, <laughs> but that's on the bucket list of things I want to try. I just want to go rage for a while. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. So how do we talk about this? I saw a TikTok about this very topic uh, about a year ago where someone's like, you know, we're prepared for this, that, and the other thing, but nobody prepares us for <laughs> when we get to that part in life where people start dying and how we grieve. No one prepares us for that. And it's in it, like I said, it's an inevitability. It's going to happen. One day I'm not going to be here. It's a weird thought. It's actually not as scary for me, I'm sure, as it is for, say, my children <laughs> or my friends or my loved ones. But it's a, it's, it's a thing. So how do we go about this? Like, how do we talk about this? How do we prepare our children? I'm thinking about my kids. How do I prepare my kids for the fact that this is going to happen? At some point in time, you're going to start going through this and it's going to feel like a never-ending cycle of grief. And the reason that this is coming up is because in the last six years, we've had a lot of people go. <laughs> a lot of close people go. And yesterday, another one went. And the hard part about that is... With Destiny, she well, she's only a year older than me, so she's young. She's got a young family, and it's one of those things that it's like, holy fuck, what? <laughs> um, the story behind it, I'm not going to get too much into it, but basically it had to do with a brain tumor that was benign and then turned out to not be benign, and... It all happened really quickly, really quickly, like within the matter of, a, of less than a week um, when I got the message last night. And I mean, Destiny and I, we're not like super close friends, but we're close enough. I mean, she's been a guest on the podcast, which by the way, to help her family out, I have decided to enable subscriptions for her particular episode um, for now. And I want to take all of the money that is raised from that and give it to her family. Because one, she is an entrepreneur. Um, she doesn't have the same type of coverage and anything to support her girls and her husband is what I want to do. So if you feel so inclined to share this with anybody who feels, who you feel like this, this type of podcast would be up their alley and they're willing to spend five bucks for this month, um, to listen to Destiny's podcast that she did with me about a year and a half ago or two years ago. It's been a while. I'm going to put the link in the description of this podcast so that you can get to it. And just hear a little bit about her journey. We had plans to do a second one, a follow-up one, and we never got to that part. So a little sad about that, <laughs> but we got one. And any anything that is made off of that 
podcast for the next couple months is going directly to her family. So she has two beautiful girls. She has an amazing husband. Um, and for some reason, I cannot remember <laughs> her girls' names. There's Olivia. And then I can never, I can't remember her other daughter's name at the moment because my brain is fried. Um, but just beautiful, beautiful girls who had such a great relationship with their mom. And yeah, so I want to support them. So I'm donating out of my personal pocket as well. And then whatever is coming from this is all going to get donated to her family so that they can at least, or so that can help take some of the financial pressure off as they grieve the loss of a very important person in their lives. But this is like, how, how do we go about talking about this? Like, how do we go about preparing our families, our kids for this part of life? Because so many people suffer in silence and sometimes they suffer out loud too. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> really what it is. But so many people suffer from this and they're not sure what to do, weren't expecting it. It starts feeling like life is hopeless. Definitely was getting to that point. Um, it's like, what the fuck is this all about? Like, seriously, all these people just leave. Uh, but <laughs> that's not. I mean, really, it comes down to the mark that they leave on the world and in your life. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Like, I think about the hilarious, the hilarity that happened <laughs> when there was a group of us that would get together and Destiny was part of that group. And that's actually how we met. We get together and do all sorts of spiritual stuff. And one thing we were doing was... Um, the instructor got us to, she was, yeah, she's our instructor, <laughs> but she got us to think of a color. So we, we partnered off and I was partnered with Destiny and she was like, okay, think of a color. And then the person on the other end is going to guess what it is. But there was a piece of information that either I didn't hear or wasn't divulged, which was you don't want to just go for the color and say whatever the color was. It's more, you want to guess like, what's the feeling of it? So is it warm? Is it cool? Is it neutral? Is it blah, blah, blah? So anyways, we go through it and we get to be dusty. I'm like, ah, yellow. <laughs> everyone starts laughing because I took it so freaking literally. And Destiny's like, oh my God, you got it right. Because I was picturing the sun. <laughs> and, and I just, it was just a funny, a funny scenario. Um, we had a good chuckle about it. And then Elijah's like, okay, let's try again where you hear this extra piece of detail, but it was just funny. And that was, I'm grateful for those moments. And maybe that's what we need to do, is in preparing our kids for this part of life, is helping them, one, not feel silly, or feel like they shouldn't cry, if crying is how they need to express that emotion but also helping people who maybe crying isn't their thing and that's not how they grieve and helping them not feel crazy for that I've I've known people and I've seen stories of people who just who don't cry doesn't mean they don't feel the grief they just don't express it and then you hear people saying well they haven't cried yet maybe they won't 
Or maybe they prefer to cry in private. There's nothing wrong with that. So having these conversations is so critical to help take the fear away from death. I think, I mean, we're always going to be a little bit afraid, right? That's just human nature. We're always going to be a little bit afraid of death. And that is human nature. And that's fine. But I don't think it's a topic that we need to avoid. I think it's one we need to definitely talk about and honor in a respectful way. Because... I mean, yes, it's one of those things that everybody is going to eventually face, but I think if we can do it in a way that honors the person, honors ourselves, and helps us understand or maybe even see how beautiful life is and the fact that we are so lucky that we get the opportunity to live on this planet floating in the middle of space <laughs> which is a really weird thought um then it's it's something worth talking about so with that something to think about uh it's something that i know we're gonna be talking about more here as uncomfortable as it can be but if we can make it a little bit more comfortable and help demystify it a bit so that our kids, when they get older and people start leaving and start dying on them, people they care about, they hopefully have better coping mechanisms and aren't so afraid to express it. So with that, I just want to remind you that you're a beautiful and amazing human being and that I fucking love you. <laughs>